Good morning, New Dimensions, uh, becoming Onward Church of Pensacola. I am so excited about uh, what God is doing and what God is getting ready to do uh, in us, for us, and through us. I believe our best days are yet to come and so looking forward to seeing uh, all of you in person. Speaking of which, we want to see you on December 5th, the first Sunday in December at 7 o'clock p.m. at our Encounter Night at Brownsville Church. Members, leaders, workers, we need your help to make this night a success in being a blessing not just to the members but to the city of Pensacola. We are so grateful for our pastors, uh, Tyler and and Melina and want you to keep them in your prayers uh, as they have been battling a stomach virus this week. Pastor Tyler asked me to step in for him this week uh, as he is recovering and Lord we pray that you will continue to touch and heal their bodies in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I want to minister a simple message this morning on the subject of strength. Type the word strength uh, uh, in uh, your um, notes there. Indulge me to begin with a passage of scripture in Joshua chapter 14, uh, beginning with verse 10, uh, when after the children of Israel were led by Joshua into the promise of a land and most of it had been possessed, Caleb came to Joshua and reminded him of what Moses said uh, as the word of the Lord for him regarding the promised land. And he said to Joshua, and now behold, the Lord has kept me alive, as he said, these 40 and five years, even since the Lord spoke the word unto Joshua while the children of Israel wandered in the wilderness, and now, lo, I am this day 85 years old. And in verse 11, he says, as yet I am as strong this day as I was in the day that Moses sent me. As my strength was then, even so is my strength now for war, both to go out and to come in. And in verse 12, he said, now, therefore, give me this mountain where the Lord spake in that day. And the Bible says in verse 13 that Joshua blessed him and gave Caleb uh, Hebron for an inheritance. Here we find that Caleb demonstrates that possessing your inheritance and conquering the mountains in your life to be what God wants you to be, do all that God wants you to do and have all that God wants you to have is not predicated upon how old you are, but how strong you are. Caleb said, I am 85 years old, but I am just as strong now as I was when I was 40 years old. And we're not just talking about physical strength here, uh, but we're also and more so talking about spiritual strength. You see, God will always match your strength with your assignment. I want to repeat that for emphasis. God will always match your strength with your assignment. And every assignment entails mountains. Mountains are a part of the landscape 
of more than conquerors. Jesus presupposed the believers encountering mountains when he said in Mark chapter 11 and verse 22, where he said, have faith in God. In verse 23, he said, whosoever shall say to this mountain, be thou removed and be thou cast into the sea. And shall not doubt in his heart, but believe that those things which he says shall come to pass. He will have whatever he says. So instead of letting mountains dominate you and intimidate you and manipulate you out of what God says is yours, speak to your mountains, sing to your mountains, shout to your mountains, because God has given you the strength to conquer and move your mountains in Jesus name. Lift your hands right where you you are. You know the mountains that you are facing that are part of the hindrance to you moving into the next level of what God has for you. Open your mouth right where you are and shout to that mountain. Mountain, be moved in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Put your hands together and give God praise for mountain moving faith in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Notice what David says about this strength in 2 Samuel 22 verses 33 and 34. He said, God is my strength and power. He makes my way perfect. He makes my feet like hinds feet and setteth me upon my high places. Here we find that David articulates the direct correlation between our strength in God and our height in God. In every believer is this innate, inbred, God-planted drive and desire to go higher in God. Paul calls it the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. God is always calling us higher in Christ Jesus. A songwriter said, a higher plane than I have found. Lord, plant my feet on high your ground. Lift your hands right there and, and, and right where you are and make this your prayer. Say, a higher plane than I have found. Lord, plant my feet on higher ground. I believe God is hearing and answering that prayer. But we can't go higher in God uh, without the strength of God. Every day we must declare that God is my strength and power and he sets my feet upon my high places. And the reason this strength is needed is because you can't go higher without a battle. That's why David testified in 2 Samuel 22 and verse 40. He said, for thou hast girded me with strength to battle. Them that rose up against me hast thou subdued under me. That's in 2 Samuel 22 and verse 40. David said, in spite of the severity and the fierceness of the battle, uh, you are not hopeless and you are not helpless and you don't have to be heartless because the Lord will gird you with strength for the battle and your enemies that rise up against you, God will subdue them under your feet. As a matter of fact, wrap your arms right now 
and say, God, I thank you that you are girding me right now with strength for the battle. And my enemies that are rising up against me will be subdued under my feet in the name of the Lord. You ought to put your hands together and give God praise for victory in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. But there can no, be no victory in the battle without the strength of the Lord. That's why the Bible says in the next uh, verse, First Chronicles uh, chapter 16 and verse 11. First Chronicles in the Old Testament chapter 16 and verse 11. He says, seek the Lord and his strength. Seek his face continually. David said on your list of things you seek the Lord for. Make sure you put near the top of your list seeking the Lord for his strength. Ask him to strengthen your spirit. Ask him to strengthen your soul. Ask him to strengthen your mind. Ask him to strengthen your emotions. Ask him to strengthen your determination to run this race in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Lift your hands right now and say, God, strengthen me right now in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And here's one of the results of seeking the Lord in Nehemiah chapter 8 and verse 10. Uh, and, it, and, and I'll just read the latter part of that verse, Nehemiah 8.10, which says that the joy of the Lord is your, your, your strength. You see, oftentimes our strength is low because our joy is low. And I'm asking right now that the Lord will pour out upon you as his people a fresh anointing of the oil of joy. And out of that joy will come strength for your journey. Out of that joy will come strength for this next season in your life. Out of that joy will come strength for your purpose. Out of that joy will come strength for your destiny. Out of that joy will come strength for your assignment. Out of that joy will come strength for the divine call of God upon your, your life. Lord Jesus, I'm asking you right now to lay your hands on these, your people, and impart your divine joy because the joy of the Lord is your strength. And of course, we're not talking about happiness. Happiness is based on what happens to you and happenstance. Uh, but, but joy is something that is deep in the recesses of your inner man that is not predicated and based upon and founded and grounded upon what is happening in your circumstances around you, but it is founded and grounded upon your personal relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ, which says he is the same yesterday, today, and forever so make no difference what kind of hell is breaking loose in your life you can still have the joy of the Lord which is your strength why don't you use that joy choose that joy right now and begin to lift your voice and give God praise for being with you in the midst of the circumstances that you find yourself in right now for the joy of the Lord is your strength listen to this next uh, key to strength in Psalm 19 and verse 14. Well, the Bible says, let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight. O Lord, my strength, O Lord, my strength 
and my redeemer. The psalmist in this short and powerful prayer acknowledges the Lord as his strength. And I believe the implication of this prayer is that the meditation of your heart and the words of your mouth are keys to appropriating and applying the Lord's strength in our lives. What you meditate on will either strengthen your life or weaken your life. The words that come out of your mouth will either strengthen your life or weaken your life. If you meditate on bad news, you'll speak bad news and it'll weaken your life. If you meditate on a bad report, you'll speak a bad report and it'll weaken your life. If you meditate on negativity, you'll speak negativity and it will weaken your life. If you meditate on your fears, you'll speak your fears and it will weaken your life. But oh, if you meditate on who the Lord is in your life, you'll speak who the Lord is in your life and he will strengthen your life. If you meditate on him as Jehovah Shalom, the Lord, your peace, and you'll speak his peace and he will strengthen your life. If you meditate on him as Jehovah Shammah, the Lord who is always there for you, you'll speak his presence and he will strengthen your life. If you meditate on him as Jehovah Jireh, the Lord, your provider, you'll speak his provision in your life and he He'll strengthen your life. If you meditate on him as Jehovah Rapha, the Lord, your healer, you will speak his healing in your life and he will strengthen your life. If you meditate on him as Jehovah Nisi, the Lord, your victory, you will speak his victory in your life and he will strengthen your life. The psalmist said, let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight. O Lord, my strength. O Lord, my strength. You ought to lift your hands and say, O Lord, my strength and my redeemer. If you meditate on the Lord as your strength, you'll speak the Lord as your strength and he will strengthen your life. That's what David did in Psalm 27 verses 1 through 3. He said, the Lord is my light and my salvation whom shall I fear the Lord is the strength of my life of whom shall I be afraid when the wicked even mine enemies and my foes came upon me to eat up my flesh they stumbled and failed though an host should encamp against me my heart shall not fear though war should rise against me in this will I be confident. David said, make no difference what's happening to me. Make no difference what's happening all around me. Make no difference who or what is coming against me. Make no difference how many enemies or foes I am facing. My heart shall not fear. But in this I will be confident. Why is your heart not fearing, David? Why are you confident, David? Because 
because the Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? And to put the icing on the cake, he ends this psalm by testifying in Psalm 27, verses 13 and 14. I would have fainted, David said. I would have fainted. I would have, have given up, given in, and given out, thrown in the towel, and quit. I would have fainted unless I had believed to see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. My, my, my God is speaking to somebody right now that, that, that you shouldn't stop believing. Don't you dare stop believing. Don't you dare stop trusting God. Don't you dare stop leaning on his everlasting arm. But, but, but instead of fainting, continue to believe. You may not see it right now, but continue to believe to see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. And David said, while I was believing for it, I waited. So he said in verse 14, wait on the Lord and be of good courage. And here's what he'll do. He'll strengthen your heart. I said he'll strengthen your heart. And I feel as though God is stretching forth his hands right now and laying his divine almighty hand on somebody's heart that is weak right now. And he is strengthening your heart. And David said, wait, I say on the Lord. For Isaiah said, they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not grow weary. They shall walk and they shall not faint. I sense that God right now is renewing somebody's strength. God is refreshing somebody's soul. Uh, God is reviving somebody's spirit. As you wait on the Lord, you're about to get your second win to run the race that is set before you. You're about to walk by faith and not by sight, and therefore you will not faint. And this kind of divine strength is especially needed during seasons of transitions into the next level of what God has for you. I called it next level transitional strength. We find it illustrated in Psalm 84, beginning with verse 5. Well, the psalmist said, blessed is the man whose strength is in thee, O Lord. You see, your blessing doesn't come from being strong in yourself and in the power of your own might. Your blessing comes from being strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. And we find part of this blessing in verse 6 when he said, who passing through, I'm going to tell you right where you are, shout transition, who passing through, I'm going to ask you to do it again, right where you are, shout transition. He said, who passing through, I'm going to ask you to shout it one more time because somebody is passing through right now, shout transition, who passing through the valley of Baca, Make it a well. The rain also filleth the pool. Baca here means weeping. You see, transition entails valleys of weeping. Transitions entail seasons of crying. Transition entails uh, tears uh, 
and times of tears. But he said, he will make your valley of Baca. He will make your valley of weeping a well that refreshes you. And a God is about to use what was meant to hurt you to help you. God is about to use the thing that took you lower to take you higher. God is about to use the thing that cursed you to bless you. God is about to use the thing that broke you down to build you up. God is about to use that thing that weakened you to strengthen you. For he said in verse 7 of Psalm 84 that they go from strength to strength. God is about to give you next level transitional strength. And and, and God is about to give you the kind of strength that he said you didn't have on this level. And it's not enough for the next level, but don't. Worry about it. I'm about to give you next level transitional strength. I'm going to say it again prophetically. I'm speaking it into your life that God is about to give you next level transitional strength. Raise your hand and say, God, I receive it right now in the matchless name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And you're going to come out on the other side saying what Paul said in Philippians 4.13. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Lift your hands and make that your bold confession. Shout it right where you are. Shout, I can do all things through Christ Jesus who strengthens me. And for someone who is in the valley of Baca, for someone who is in the valley of weeping and you are so low and you feel so weak, that, that you don't see how you're going to come out successfully, effectively, and victoriously. I close with this uh, promise in Isaiah 41 and verse 10, where the Lord said, fear thou not. He's speaking to you right now. Fear thou not, for I am with you. Be not dismayed, for I am thy God. I will strengthen thee. My God, lift your hands as he's speaking this promise from Isaiah 41, 10 into your life. I will strengthen thee. Yea, I will help you. That's help on the way. And I will uphold you with the right hand of my righteousness. In the matchless name of the Lord Jesus Christ. The Bible says in Romans 5, 6. For when we were yet without strength, Christ died for the ungodly. Jesus redemptively died so that you and I could walk in his divine strength. We were without strength. We didn't have the strength necessary to do what was needed to have a right relationship with God. If you're listening to the sound of my voice, sir, ma'am, little boy, little girl, and you feel as though I don't have the strength to be a Christian. I don't have the strength to be a disciple of Christ. I don't have the strength to be a follower of Jesus. I want you to know he had your strengthlessness in mind when he died for you on the cross of Calvary. He not only took on your sins, he not only took on your sicknesses, but he took on your weaknesses, your idiosyncrasies, 
your, your, your limitations and your faults and flaws and falters and failures and your inability to get back up again. He died for your weaknesses so that you could receive his divine strength. He died so you could have salvation. He died so that when you die, you could know you're going to heaven and spend all of eternity with the Lord God Almighty. How about it, sir, ma'am, boy, little girl? Listen to the sound of my voice. If you were to die right now, do you know absolutely for certain, for sure, beyond a shadow of a doubt, you will go to heaven and spend all of eternity with the Lord God Almighty? If you're not, I ask you to lift your hands. It's just a prayer away for Romans 10.13 says, for whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord shall be saved. Repeat this prayer after me. God, I thank you that you love me so much. You sent Jesus to die for my sins. I believe he rose again, and I believe he's alive right now to come into my life and save me. Jesus, I am a sinner without strength to make myself right without, with God. And I ask you to forgive me as I accept you as my Savior and confess you as my Lord, and I live for you for the rest of my life as you give me strength, for I can do all things through Christ Jesus who strengthens me. I pray for you, and I ask you to seek out a local church. I invite you to be a part of Onua Church of Pensacola right here. Type in home on that screen. Call the numbers. And we'll reach out to you and we'll help you in this new walk with God as we believe God to impart his divine strength. How about it, believers? Are you in a season of weakness? Are you in a season when you are facing adversities? Proverbs 24.10 says, if you faint in the day of adversity, it's because your strength is small. If you're fainting and wanting to give up and give in and give out and you're on the brink and the threshold and the cusp of throwing in the towel, I ask you to reach out to God right now as he's reaching out to you and imparting his divine strength in the name of the Lord. Father God, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, I pray that you'll stretch forth your hands and strengthen these, your people, in Jesus' name. God bless you. Thank you.